Hey, John Lee Dumas here, the founder and host of EO Fire, and you're listening to the Sonia Paz and the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. Professional artist and entrepreneur Sonia Paz will give you that kickstart that you need to rock your art business. She's built her brand solely on her name and popular artwork for the last 20 years. Learn more at rockstarmentor.com and prepare to ignite. You are listening to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. I am your host, Sonia Paz, and this is episode 15. Let's crank this thing into high gear. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Hey there, everybody. Sonia Paz here with the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. I am extremely excited about the stories I want to tell you and some experiences that I have encountered. But before we do that, just want to give you a little plug and let you know that we have our sponsor, the Brush Guys, Everything Brushes, home of the $2 brush. Jeff and Dave are amazing. They have awesome customer service and Just in case you didn't know, if you want to save 5% on your brush purchase, hey, you can and simply use the promo code ROCKSTAR. You'll get an immediate 5% off. You'll be so happy at the quality of the brushes that you will receive in the mail and you'll be able to create your masterpieces. So thebrushguys.com, if you're checking out brushes, check them out too. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, then you will know I am an artist based out of Northern California, and there has been some really amazing updates in my world here as an artist through my art website, soniapaz.com, as well as facebook.com slash soniapazgallery. That is my artist page. So if you're a listener and you're checking me out through, obviously, this podcast, which is Rockstar Mentor at rockstarmentor.com, and you weren't quite sure who I am, being other than Sonia Paz, your host, who is an artist, entrepreneur, designer, blah, 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 then check out my work at Sonia Paz on Facebook. And the reason things have been a little bit whacking crazy this past week is that apparently a public art project that I did in June of 2013 has made it to the ultimate shining light and notoriety of Pokemon Go. Now, I have to tell you, first and foremost, that I have two sons. They're grown, and I'm not really in tune to the whole gaming thing. I don't know the ins and outs of Pokemon Go and what it all entails. However, about two or three weeks ago, I get this text from my son who says, your art box is on Pokemon Go, and I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm thinking, what? I grab my phone and I do give him a call. He proceeds to tell me that my art box that I created through a public art project in 2013 called Artbox is on Pokemon Go. And 
This was where a group of individuals, Tina Morrill and Sherry Lakey out of San Jose, spearheaded this movement of taking utility boxes in San Jose and beautifying them with public art. They got a bunch of sponsors, somebody, maybe it was a family, an individual, perhaps a business that sponsored a box at a specific location, and they would find an artist to paint public art on these utility boxes. Well, one of the ladies in my neighborhood who knew me through my gallery had thought my art would be the perfect fit for this one utility box set. And her name is Ann Ersman, and she's a, a big community member and her family is really awesome. She approached me and said, I think that your art would be amazing on this box. Would you work with us? Could you, would you consider doing this? And I said, yes, it was, I, I'm, I'm honored. So Tina and Ann and myself had met. I did a little quick draft of what I thought would look nice. They said, yes, let's do it. And at the time, this was October of 2012, and I was just in the process of transitioning out of the gallery back to the studio. So we thought with the weather and everything else, it would probably be best if I just do it then, you know, coming up the next spring in April through June of 2013. So here we are a few months down the road. June comes along. We schedule it. We send out a press release. We got some nice press in the San Jose Mercury News where Sal Pizarro and a couple of other writers had actually given some acknowledgement about myself and my artwork and the, the family that was sponsoring it along with the Artbox program. and. I went out and painted it. Now you have to understand everyone, I don't usually paint in the day. <laughs> I can't paint in the day typically and I cannot paint on demand. So that one was a challenge, but I psyched myself up, I made it work. I got my I got my kit together as far as all of the supplies, the table, drop cloths, paint, paint brushes, water, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and got out there early one morning, I think it was around June 17th, 2013. And I had my headphones on. I had my playlist totally loaded with a lot of very specific music and songs that was going to just keep me going. And I painted, I basically cranked this thing out in less than three days. And for me, that was a big, that was a big deal because normally big paintings take me far longer to do this. But this was a, certainly a different kind of a project. I'm standing at this intersection. There's cars going by. And much to my surprise, there were a lot of people honking and waving, giving thumbs up. Only one person pulled over, got out of the car and asked me what I was doing. Well, of course, I had all of my documentation right there with the letter that I had received from the Art Box program, just in the event anybody was going to ask what was happening. Once they learned what I was doing, they were really excited and thanked me for being out there to beautify that the neighborhood up. So there was a lot of really great feedback for that. Now, if you are doing public art projects, I would love to know what you're doing. Please send me a note. Go to my website, rockstarmentor.com. Send me a note through the Contact Us page 
Let me know what you're doing and where you're doing it and what kind of public art project. I would love to know because there's going to be a future episode where I'm talking more about public art and sharing what other kind of public art there is around not only the United States, but throughout the world. If your work is conducive to do this kind of work, whether it's sculpture, painting, woodwork, construction, whatever, public art can be as large or as small as possible. There are several outfits within your city or county that will have public art projects that you can apply to. I have been fortunate to not only have been paid for doing public art, but have donated public art just for the additional exposure. And I will tell you, rock stars, that this was a huge win. When I moved to Campbell, downtown Campbell, with my gallery in 2007, the city of Campbell approached me through its redevelopment department at the time, looking for something very simple that they can incorporate into their new street banners that were going to line the streets of the downtown corridor on East Campbell Avenue. I had suggested that we meet and through the meeting discovered that they were trying to launch a campaign of shop with us and dine with us. When I moved to Campbell, there were eight art galleries and it was amazing. One of the things they were very quick to reveal was they had no budget for public art. So I asked them what they needed. I thought, let's draft up a quick design. We'll get an idea down for the shop with us portion and then the dine with us portion. I will tell you, everyone, that not everything had to have a price tag because knowing that they didn't have a budget and that wasn't even my intent. My thing was, I'm going to go in, I'm going to help them out. Um, maybe give them a little guidance on where they can go with this banner project that they're doing. And it turned out to be something that was so rewarding. And not only was I giving back to my community tenfold, my art to this day, it launched in November of 2008, and it is still hanging in downtown Campbell. Because I told the city of Campbell, I will donate the artwork. If you make the banners, I will paint the paintings. I will get them professionally photographed and then you can take those digital images and have your banners made. And the only thing I asked of them was, let's do a press release and make this an event. My business manager, Mark, he was also at the meeting and he proceeded to draft up just an agreement. I'm going to create these paintings, shop with us, dine with us. They're going to be used for the city of Campbell for this promotion, for this redevelopment project. and. It was going to be a gift from Sonia Paz Incorporated to the city of Campbell. I painted the paintings. I presented them to the city of Campbell before we had them professionally photographed. They said, great, looks great. We're so excited. And I even offered to work with their banner company who was doing the digital banners to just make sure that all the colors were right. Not only did they get proof of the artwork that I gave to the city of Campbell that worked with their banner company, just to make sure that all of the colors and everything were on key. This was not only an amazing experience, but it was one of the most rewarding. And this is why I'm telling you this story. These banners were hung up at the end of November 2008. And when I opened up my main gallery in downtown Campbell, it was our grand opening was on December 5th, 2008. It was 
crazy because not only did we have our 2,300 square foot gallery in the heart of downtown Campbell, it was a huge space right across from one of the main restaurants at the time. And the streets were lined with shop with us and dine with us banners. Our gallery opening on December 5th of 2008 was a hit. It was awesome. I hadn't felt that high as a kite in a long time. And just to know that I worked with a city on a project that for me, all I had to do was consult with them a bit, get an idea of what they wanted as far as this promotion or this campaign and go away and just create the artwork, photograph and give it to them. I don't know. I know that's a lot of process for a lot of artists, but for me, it was just sort of the thing that I did. It was, I call it life is business as usual. I always use that term because for me, art is life and life is art and it's the business end of it. And it's just the usual thing that I do. So it all circles back. If you are working on public art projects, I'm going to give you three things to work on and, of course, be aware of. If you are in a small town, if you're familiar with the surroundings, check with your city to see what kind of public art projects are available. And I think that you should go to this website anyway. It's called zapplication.org, and that's spelled with two Ps. And I will put their link in the show notes for this episode. And if you're feeling really ambitious and you want to see what other public art projects are and what else is outside of your area, go check it out. Now, the big thing, number two, in checking these things out, they have a very specific way that you apply for these shows. Rockstars, I'm going to tell you right now, up close, personal, and straight shot from the hip, is I have been selected for art projects, public art projects, and I have been denied for public art projects simply based on one thing being eliminated or forgotten or not documented for whatever reason. They have a specific way that they like to receive information. They may have you fill out the application or Zapplication on zapplication.org. And some of it, most of it is through a step-by-step application process through the website. Then there are some other places or city projects that will have an RFQ, which is a request for quote, or an RFP, which is a request for proposal that have very specific guidelines. In any event, whether you're doing it online or you're doing it through a checklist and you have to gather up and make a CD, which I think, I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) If you are having to fill out slides and not submitting JPEGs, or if you are having to submit CDs instead of uploading images, it's so old school. Get with the program. As an artist and as an entrepreneur and as a business person, I'm going to use every available of easy tool to get excitement. Nobody wants to have to jump through hoops. And I think a lot of the times when dealing with folks who are doing art projects or art uh, call for artists and that type of thing, it's they want you to do all these special hoops and running through through obstacle courses to get your work out there, to get your artist statement done, to, to upload all these different things, to put the stamp in a certain area on the envelope. And as much as I am a crossing the T's and dotting the I's kind of a gal as far as getting my P's and Q's in order, sometimes I think it's overkill. If you are a facilitator listening to this podcast, please try to curb and modernize your systems. 
if you are an artist and you're dealing with this kind of process, just do it. Hopefully they'll get their groove together and, and modernize. But Zapplication is one of the modernized systems and they have it down to a pretty smooth, streamed out process. The third one is to make a photocopy of everything. And as you are getting everything set for your packet, and it's probably going to include past photos, if you've done public art projects in the past, an, an artist bio, an artist statement, they're going to ask you a whole lot of questions and have you prepare a certain thing. Take a digital photograph of the entire contents of what you are sending to them, including the envelope, the letter, the statement. If they're making you put together a CD or slides, then take a photo of everything so that you know that you have gotten everything that they're requesting. And the only reason I say this is I submitted some work back in, oh gosh, I think it may have been 2004. And I was real meticulous about getting everything done. The CD of the images, even the slides, printed out photographs, the statement, the application and everything, including the check. Now, some of them do have a processing fee for the registration of getting your name considered for their project. Make sure you take a digital photograph and keep that so that you have it because they had claimed that I had not included the CD of images when indeed I did. And I did not take a photo of everything before I had took it to the post office, made sure I had a confirmation code of delivery, and there it went. Here we are six weeks later, I get a phone call from them. No, I got a letter telling me that, oh, sadly, my, my submission was not complete and I was not considered. I will tell you, I got on the phone and I spoke with someone at the office and because some of these groups and organizations use interns or temporary staff to work on these type of things. The person I had spoke to initially wasn't there anymore. She had moved on. And the gal I was speaking to was strictly someone who had just started a week prior and she didn't know what was going on. But all she could tell me was that my CD of images was not included. And the deadline, of course, had passed. And sadly, my work and my fee and everything else was no longer a contender. <laughs> well, I was no longer a contender in that game for that project. So big lesson for me. And my takeaway from that was to keep a digital photo of the contents of my packet and to really pay attention. What happened to the CD? Who knows? Doesn't matter now. It probably just got lost in their office. But nonetheless, I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want your hard work and your diligence and your hard work money on some of these fees that they have for getting into these projects and being considered. I don't want that to happen to you. So this is why it's really important. Of course, you know, I can't end an episode without telling you about a song that is sort of representational of this, this episode and topic. So I'm going to flash back to a few decades back. Queen, play the game. There you go. Play the game. Great song. If you need a little energize, play that song. Play the game. Freddie Mercury and the crew. They're amazing. Hey, I hope you all have a great rest of the week. If you are online and you want to check us out and get onto our email newsletter, go to rockstarmentor.com. Join us. 
have some fun with us. We have a Facebook page. We've got a mastermind group. I got cool tools for you. If you subscribe, write to me through our contact us link on the website. If you're online and cruising the internet highway, check my art out at soniapaz.com. That's it, everyone. We're going to conclude this episode. Have a great rest of the week and peace out. Peace out.